before we open our open God's words and let's uh, bow our heads and bring near and ask God's blessing. Amen. Dear Heavenly Father, we come before you because we need your blessing. Amen. Especially I need your blessing because I am here and I just want to be a nail where Jesus' picture hangs so people can see him and hear his, hear your message. Amen. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Amen. Let's open our Bible at Luke 21, 26. Jesus is talking here. Men's heart failing, uh, failing them from fear and the expectation of those things which are coming on the earth for the powers of the heavens will be shaken. So Jesus is talking about fear. That's why our title is Fearless. In order to know what fearless means, I think we have to study a little bit what fear is all about. Um, do you think that we are living in a society where fear is kind of like a common thing? Yes. Yeah. Um, we can see that all these uh, security companies are blooming while they are selling lots of cameras, uh, locks, and we are living in a different time when we used to live. I, in my young, uh, younger years, hitchhiking was a thing. This is how you traveled. If you had no money, this is what you did. You just uh, put out your thumb and people picked you up. You cannot do it anymore. It is, it is dangerous. Um, there are areas that you lock the door. If you're driving through certain uh, areas, you just lock the door because you're afraid. Um, you're, you're afraid for many things in this society. And as Jesus predicted, it's getting worse. It's getting worse. So, um, psychology differentiates between fear and phobia. I mean, it's kind of similar, but while fear is uh, something that uh, expected, uh, something that is they are calling normal because this is the way how you can uh, avoid harms and harms way, uh, versus phobia that is irrational. So phobias are something that's in your head. And probably you know a couple of the phobias out there. I just, um, just found some interesting phobias that they never heard of. But guess what? The, the psychology lists as a valid phobias. Optophobia. What do you guys think what optophobia is? There are people that are fear when somebody opens their eyes. They are afraid that somebody opens their eyes. Or, I don't even know if I can pronounce it, ephibophobia. There are people that are afraid of teenagers. That's, the, that's, that's a phobia. Or, um, pilodophobia. What do you guys think? What's pilodophobia is? There are people that are afraid of bald people. And Steve is walking out. So, there, 
<laughs> so there are people that are afraid of bald people. And that's a, that's a psychologist that phobia, very phobia. Or barophobia, barophobia. People are afraid of gravity. I mean, gravity is a, a, a everyday phenomenon. This is why you're on this earth. Or many of the Filipino people can relate to this heliophobia, afraid of a sun. <laughs> so there are people that are afraid of the sun. Uh, or galeophobia, fear of laughter. Fear of galeophobia, there are people that are having this uh, fear from laughter. Or panphobia and psychology, this is a valid one, fear of everything. So there are definitely there are uh, things that people have this irrational fear, but fear became a common thing. So we are afraid of many things other than usual um, things like uh, you're losing your job, you're uh, getting sick or dying or disappointment. But in short, we have this fear because we want to avoid pain. Pain, either it is a, a physical pain or emotional pain, but that's why we're afraid because we just don't like to experience pain. And, uh, and uh, that's why we are afraid. But God never created pain. That's what we have to understand. Modern psychology thinks that uh, a fear, I mean fear, um, modern psychology suggests and teaches that uh, the fear uh, feeling it is coming with evolution. And you developed it in order to you know, survive. But actually this is not true. God never created fear. Fear brought in this world because of sin. And that's what we have to understand that, that number one, God is not a scary God. God is a, God is love. And what the Bible says, the perfect love casts us out fear, right? And the Bible, and God's word is full of encouragements. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Deuteronomy 31 6. Or we can say, so do not fear, for I am with you in Isaiah. Isaiah 41.10, or in a Psalm 23.4, uh, even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil. Or another Psalm, you know, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Or Luke 14.27, peace I leave with you. And later, let not your heart be troubled, neither let them be afraid. Or even since we are getting close to Christmas, um, the angels for the shepherds, um, they said, do not be afraid. We are bringing you a good news, a good tidings. So as we see, um, in the Bible is full of encouragements. And as we established, because we know the story of sin, sin brought fear in this world. It broke the love-trust relationship between God and mankind. That's what fear does. And that's why Adam and Eve, they were afraid. They, they realized that they lost that um, surrounding uh, a light robe, and they became afraid. Afraid from one who is the best interest in them. So 
um, that's what sin does. It cripples you. All you can think is how to protect yourself from the perceived, perceived threat. Additionally, fear messes up your brain and uh, it and your mind because you are become you know sometimes you miss um, you think that the person that you're afraid of is the one that harms you and sometimes you're befriending the one that uh, really harms you and uh, you're not afraid of them that's what even uh, that's what actually happened with Eve he didn't trust God, yet he trusted the serpent. I heard a story about a, a person, just to illustrate this, how much fear can uh, mess up your mind, is that he was, he was afraid of people breaking in, so he had a loaded gun in his uh, bed uh, because you know he wanted to protect himself. And one night, as he opened his eyes, he saw a white hand uh, coming closer to him, to him. So he got his gun and pulled the trigger. And he shot his own feet. Uh, his own foot. Because this is what he saw that is coming close to his, his own foot. And he shot it. Because he was so afraid that he just um, acted out, um, out of um, instinct. Um, so fear is something, again, that the God did not create. Um, sin brought fear. And uh, when we look at the Bible, as we saw many, many, many places that God encourages not to be afraid. Now, let's um, go to Revelation 2, 8 to uh, 11. There is a passage that... Um, part of a message series that God, Jesus, gave it to the churches. And, um, and I think we have a, we can find six reasons why we should not be afraid. Um, let's go Revelation 2, 8 to 11. And to the angel of the church in Smyrna write, These things says the first and the last, who was dead and came to life. I know your works, tribulation and poverty, but you are rich. I know that blasphemy of those who says that they are Jews and are not, but are a synagogue of Satan. Do not fear. Um, in other words, be fearless. And any of those things which are which you are about to suffer, indeed the devil is about to throw some of you into prison that you may be tested, and you will have tribulation ten days. Be faithful until death, and I will give you the crown of life. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. He who overcomes shall not be heard by the second death. This is the only message where it doesn't include any condemnation. Every other church has something that God will say. This is a church that, um, if you are looking, looking at the history of the uh, seven churches, the seven 
time periods of God's people that was they were the most persecuted yet they were the most fearless God have positive things to say about this uh, church and now we are going to find that sixth um, reason in this uh, section of the Bible why we should not be afraid. Uh, the first one, we can um, find it right uh, in the verse 8. Um, these are the things that the first and the last. So, the first reason we should, be, should not be afraid because God is eternal. God is eternal. God was there before you were born. God has the last word. God is the almighty God of the universe who loves you, and he is eternal. He is not something that evolved or just just uh, people just uh, imagining. He was, he is, and he will be forever. God uh, is a eternal God. That means that he has the omnipotent power of the universe. He created the whole universe. He never had a beginning and he will never have an end. And this God we serve. So this is a number one reason um, out of the six why we should not have fear from the future because God is eternal. We serve an almighty God, the only God of the universe. Another reason is we can read it the same place um, he's not just the first and the last, but who was dead, but he came to life. We serve a risen Savior. Death has no power of God. And he is living. That's a really, really encouraging idea that God, uh, Jesus was resurrected. He was dead, but he was He's a, he's a living God. We are singing the song, you know, we serve the living Savior. So God, Jesus, is living, is a, a live God, and that's why we have um, a positive look at future. Even though if we die, we know that uh, uh, Jesus, who came out of the grave, he is alive, so we can be alive too. Um, if you go to Job 19.25, uh, Job beautifully say, uh, says that, For I know that my Redeemer is liveth. We are serving a risen Savior. And the tomb is empty. Every other big leaders of the um, um, history of mankind have tombs. People are, are going there. But our Savior's tomb is empty. And that's another reason why we do not have to uh, be afraid. Another reason why we should not be afraid, we can uh, read it in uh, verse 9. It, st it starts like this, I know. Is it not a comforting idea that God knows? God knows. God knows where you are. God knows how your body's function, if you're developing a, a disease or not. God knows your financial. God knows your bank account. God knows your heartaches. 
God your, uh, knows your challenges. God knows your dreams, uh, your pains, and know exactly what you are facing today. You can't say that nobody knows. You cannot say that, that nobody hears your cry. God is there with you. And that is our encouraging good news that God knows. It's not hidden from him. And uh, if God knows, then you, don't be, uh, you shouldn't be afraid. Right? Um, another reason why we uh, should not be afraid uh, or should not have fear because God can offer a different perspective. We can see that um, if you read the verse, I know your works, tribulation, and poverty, but you are rich. Nobody, uh, it doesn't matter what people think about you because God has a different perspective of you. And that's an excellent idea that that God sees the potential in you. May people may see you small or, or a failure, or maybe they they left left at you uh, laughing at you. But God knows that you are a children of His, and that's what matters. That's the only thing that matters. What God thinks about you, not what other people are thinking about you, and and. And that is why many people, especially in this society where we just care so much what people think about us, can give us a comfort, but because that doesn't matter. What matters is what God thinks about you. And if you are his children, then you can be a blessing to those people who may ill-treat you or may don't think about you well, because God can use you where you are. And he sees your potential. And that's what his perspective, the only perspective that really matters. Okay, that's what, that is a good news for me. Um, another reason why we should not be afraid is because God is in control. Um, if we read this uh, part of the Bible, it says... And you will have tribulation 10 days. He doesn't say that 11 days or 9 days. He sets the limits. He sets the limits. He is in control. He doesn't let you tempted above what you can bear. And it is a very comforting idea that God knows your limits. And he sets the limits. He doesn't let you go through something that he doesn't give you permission. He knows exactly what you can bear. And God is in control. We should not be afraid because God is a God who, out of his love, he knows exactly what you can bear. Um, The last idea why we should not be afraid because God will honor you. One day, he will... uh, give you the crown of life. No matter how many injustice is in this world, no matter how unfair the treatment of people around you, God will bring justice one day. God will honor those who honor him. 
And, and, and that is a wonderful idea. You see, um, we are getting into trouble in life because we, we don't have faith. We are afraid. We are afraid. We don't really believe that God is there for us. We want to secure ourselves. We want to um, protect ourselves. As, as we said earlier, we want to protect ourselves from perceived pain. We are broken vessels. And, uh, and, and, and many times it is God's um, mercy, not many times, <laughs> every time when God puts us together, um, he gives us a new chance, the new chance to fulfill his purpose. I really appreciate uh, the children's story because this, that's, that's all about. We have to believe that God has a purpose for us and we should not um, be afraid what's ahead of us. God can use us in any situation to bring glory to his name. There is a, a um, Chinese art, um, I hope I'm not going to mispronounce it, Kashugi, that um, what they do is when a, a vessel is broken, they're using a special glue that they, mixed with golden um, gold. And, um, and they are carefully put this vessel together, this, this clay vessel together. And uh, um, I read the story behind it. it actually, it's happened. One of these um, Chinese emperors sent a vessel to a Japanese emperor, and, uh, but it's broken. So the Japanese, they sent it back and um, the Chinese, to repair that ves- uh, vessel, they put the big, ugly uh, metal clamps on that thing. So, and they sent it back to the uh, Japanese. And this is when inspired, according to the story, the Japanese to uh, create this art. And um, they are saying that the vessel that was put together carefully with this golden glue, this gold glue, is more valuable than it was before. Do you guys remember when E.G. White says that the fallen human race will occupy a higher position than the unfallen angels? Do you guys remember that quote? And probably that's why. And, And who, which people group will be closest to Jesus wherever he goes? The one that are, that were the farthest from him. So, because, because those people can really appreciate what God did for them for you. So even though you, you, have may, you may have a broken life, you may, you may really um, mess it up, and you have this fear. <laughs> Sometimes people say that they are, I have many patients in a, in a hospital, they, they say that they are freedom themselves. Um, when you have this fear because you just don't know what's going to happen uh, and you're broken, um, remember those six points uh, why, according to the Bible, according to this message to the Smyrna, you, are not, you should not be afraid. You, have, you, you should be courageous because, because God is eternal. God, we are serving a risen Savior. God knows 
and also he gives you a, a new perspective about yourself. It's not what the world is saying about you, but what God is. That's what matter, matter. Um, And God is in control. He sets limits. And God will honor you one day. God will show you as a beautiful vessel that you can you can contain his blessing for the people around you. And you know, in heaven, yeah, you don't have to uh, tell unbelievers, but you can tell your stories. Tell your stories. And I think that's going to be one of the reasons why sin never going to come up, because we will be there for witness that sin is not worth it. So my prayer, especially when this holiday season comes and, and, and we hit uh, January soon and we see how the world is falling apart around us, not be afraid. Have courage. Be fearless because God loves us. And he gave all the reason to serve him and love him. Amen. Let's bow our head. The only Father, thank you so much for your love. That one day we can see you and your son face to face. Therefore, we should not be afraid because Jesus bought us. He owns us, not just by creation, but also by redemption. And if we are yours, who can stand against us? Dear Heavenly Father, sometimes it's easy to say it. And there are days are coming when we, we are clouded, clouded by perceived threats, our own pains and the circumstances that wants to cover your grace. Lord, let us let us see always Jesus Christ. Get a glimpse of Jesus. A glimpse of Jesus. When life is broken and we don't know what to do. Let us never forget how much you love us. And let that love shown through us. Because Jesus said in, in John 17 that he was praying, your son was praying that the love which you loved your own son Jesus would be in us. Let it be true in our lives. In Jesus' precious name, amen. amen.